Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us at GG. I am Curtis. And I'm Will. And today, uh, we're, we're going to take a, hopefully a little bit of a slower pace. Uh, um, wanted, to, wanted to talk to Will real quick before we get into our actual show. He, oh. he wasn't ready for this. But um, E3, uh, E3 is going on right now, and uh, it's been going on over the weekend um did you have any any takes from e3 that have you excited at this point you know honestly e3 first off i'm surprised to even see an e3 it's it's really cool that they're putting this together um i hope that it's something that we continue to do regardless if it's e3 or any other platform i i think that it's neat that even with the the news readily available at our fingertips 24 seven that we have this type of celebration gaming needs celebration. And, and I think that this is a really cool platform to do it with. Again, it doesn't have to be three. It could be anything. And I'm always looking forward to that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm even more excited to see what Nintendo has to offer. Um, again, Nintendo hasn't pr- provided their, their, uh, their platform yet so you know what i've seen from microsoft batista and a couple other groups it's been pretty neat you know i mean you can't go wrong with a lot that's happening with the day one releases if you have certain prescriptions and subscriptions sorry i figured you'd yell at me about that one and then um you know it's just it's just neat to see the technology further move and that's all i that's all i want to see you know i'm not all about the digital but it's neat to see that we are progressing and and evolving in the gaming industry so i'm always excited always so i I definitely think that we'll we'll probably have like a an e3 recap episode but um so far uh the thing that's really caught my eye um is uh, Fallout 1 and 2 coming to the Xbox Game Pass for PC only. Um, I was kind of disappointed that it's going to PC only, but um, I it, I don't know. It, well, I guess if people have been listening to us, they'll, they'll know that Fallout's the first couple are some of my favorite games. So the fact that I'm going to get go back and get to play them, super stoked about that. Yeah, and, it, and it, it, it's attached to, to your overall subscription anyway. So you know, you're going to be fine, even though it's on a PC. I, I hate to say it, but I hope that everybody has an applicable PC to be able to play some of these games. Because honestly, at this point, and, and I've already talked to Curtis because I want to have a conversation about when is it okay to just go back to, to PC, you know, to, to PC or to a computer minus the console because of all the clap the cross-platforming and the everything being in cloud and, and going over, but that's a whole different story. But honestly, at this point, I think everybody should prepare themselves and get a high-powered PC anyways. Um, because 
that's going to be a, a valid option to compete with consoles anyways at this point. Um, everything's going across the platform. Um, I, I think that, that PC may be where you want to go anyways. Anyway, that's all I got. So uh, today uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about stuff we've been doing, games we've been playing, uh, things we like, things we don't like. Uh, so I figure, um, Will, why don't you start us off uh, and we'll, we'll go through your three games and then we'll, we'll switch over. Okay, that's, that's perfect. Um, so what I did was is I pulled out my old CRT um, and wanted to play some old school games this week. And the the consoles that I pulled out were my Sony PlayStation 2 and my Dreamcast. So in their glorious non-digital form, I was able to play a few games. And I put some time into it, and I was very, very excited and happy to be able to go back and, and do some of these. And the first game I want to talk about is called Evolution. And it was for the Dreamcast, Sega Dreamcast. There was two versions, of, or well, there was a sequel to it, Evolution Evolution 2. The one I played was the first one, the, which I don't know that I've ever played a game like this. It is definitely a JRPG. It's a turn-based game. But... Ooh. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. But the, the cool thing about it is you got this glyph, this this hand or armor that is attached to you that you use as a weapon. So instead of a gun or a knife or just just your hands, the main character, Mag, who he has this arm armor which is attached to the back his back, kind of like a backpack that does pretty much the damage for him. Um, so it's kind of cool from that standpoint. It's not a weapon. It's not a gun. It's not a, you know, magic force from your hands. You literally have an attachment kind of reminds me of Barrett from final fantasy. And that's why I think I got attached to this game, but you go through and literally, uh, what you're doing, you're trying to collect, artifacts to bring back to the equivalent of the corporation your your government and pretty much it, it it drives your adventure so this game is really fun i don't hear much about it and not a lot of people talk about it but um yeah it, it's it's definitely fun it's made by ubisoft and a sega hidden gem it, it's it's definitely a fun game to play so, so the the game's called Evolution. Um, is is there the what about the game? Is, is is the the subtitle? I guess you could call it. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. What 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 about the game? Uh, is evolving or like is it your character evolving? Is it the stuff around you evolving? Are you impacting something that evolves? So, pretty much what you are is you're. You're, of course, like every JRPG of the time, you're a 16-year-old kid mm -hmm. that goes through that is trying to be the best in the league. So there are going to be other people that are going to go out there and try to get the 
the artifacts and keep up with you. So you're going to meet people across the, the storyline. You're going to bring them on to, into your, your group. And, you know, you, you run through with three people. You have your butler, which, you know, is, is a very good, even character when you start out. And then you have Leaner, which is pretty much your, your healer. And what happens is she evolves throughout the storyline. And when you get into um, Far Off Promise, which is the second game in this series, you can see where she's transitioned. So at the end of this game, she actually evolves. And then into the next one, you continue the story. I want to say, if I remember right, it's been a long time, but I think that there was going to be multiples in this series. Um but it only went to two that I know of, at least. I, I need to do my research because if there's any more out there, I want to get them. But again, you're going out getting artifacts. It's kind of like Indiana Jones with Final Fantasy. You know, blend those together and you got evolution. And, and it's, it's a great game. And it's definitely something that you'll be coming over and playing on the Dreamcast. Super so cool. When you say it's turn-based, is it like a, a tactical turn-based, or is it more like a, a Final Fantasy like seven turn-based? Final Fantasy seven turn-based, yeah. You know, they hit, you hit, they hit, then we okay. dip. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, a typical JRPG turn-based game. The difference again is, is like I said, it, it's. I mean, you have characters that use a frying pan. You got characters that use a cane. You know, it's not your gun and your super overpowered, you know, bastard sword. You know, it's it's going to be your kitchen items and and yeah. a hand that comes out of your backpack. I mean, it's it's super cool and it's different. And I think that it never got the praise that it deserved because the story it starts out slow. It really does, and it's really kiddish. And I think that's what kind of killed the game was that when you start out, it's it's really back and forth of this kid that's got pimples, you know, and you got to get past that. But once you get into the game and start driving through, um, it, it's definitely got a fun adventure to it. And you're going to go out there, get abilities. You build up your 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 armor and, you know, it, it's it's like I said, it's Final Fantasy with with a, me a mechanical arm that comes out of your backpack. It's really cool. You got to try it, and Sounds you will cool. definitely. It's definitely a date. All right, what you got for us next? All right. So second off, I like I said, I, I put that down, and I picked up a game that probably everybody's played at least once but i played it from its best perspective and that's uh star wars episode one pod or racer is what it was called on again the sega uh, dreamcast this game is absolutely a big part of me i i love this game it's something that i can play at any time i was just sitting down and i was like i want something that i can throw into the dreamcast and just play and not even worry about it. And literally, that's what this game gives you. It's the best version of it, from my point of view, obviously. 
the the sound is great the graphics are great and literally it's pod racing and i'm sure everybody that's listening to us has played this game from one form or another i also have it on the playstation 4 as a remaster and i have it on my 64 and i will always go back to my dreamcast version it's definitely bar none the best version of this game and looking at it again the the whole point was to pull out my old crt and to play it from that aspect you, i just now know why games were so much better back in the days <laughs> it's just such a beautiful game from from that point of view so yeah so recently uh you and your son came over and you were uh you, you were trying out what is it uh uh rogue Squad- squadron was oh, rogue Squad- yeah yeah, uh, so looking at that and looking at where games are nowadays, rather than have a remaster, what would you think about having like a reboot of uh, Pod Racer where it's today's graphics, it's, you know, got more interactive pieces, you know, maybe you have to go hunting for parts, you have to haggle for parts, um, and, stuff like that. And, and, and you know what, I, I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Limited Run or... If it was another company, I think it's limited run, to be honest with you, that that re, redid Pod Racer. In fact, it was limited run. It came out a couple months ago I, I when I purchased it. And really what they did was they, they brought it over, and, it, and I, it feels like it came directly from the Dreamcast. They did a great job. Um, you can't remake this game. You just leave it as it is. If anybody can get a hold of this game on the Dreamcast, do it. You know, I mean, if you have to go with PC or if you have to go with, this is the time where I think that not even the PC was as good. You know, go avoid the 64, avoid the PC, get the Dreamcast version of this. It's it's amazing. The next best step would be getting the PlayStation 4 version of it. It may be out on the Xbox also. I don't know. Like I said, I, I picked up the limit to run and they're auto set to PlayStation. So, I don't, you know, it is what it is. But um, I, I this is just the way to go. You, you can't remake this. It's not like an adventure game. It's not like, you know, any other game. It, it's, it's a race game that they did amazingly. And... But, I mean, I, look at Gran Turismo and uh, Forza and all those other games. They, they're racing games that have a following. Even back to the days of Twisted Metal, where it wasn't really a racing game. It's more of a rally game. And it's, and, funny. And, it's funny that you say that because I did pull out Gran Turismo this week also. You know, I, I didn't put that in my list. I, I picked my top three that I played. But, but, but my point that I'm uh, making is, like you know, it would be nice to see the evolution of that game. Maybe maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a reboot. Maybe it's a Pod Racer 2 uh, and, you know, it's happening on multiple uh, multiple planets. You know, you have new species that you're racing against. I, I just think that there's so much more that they could do with it today that it, it could be interesting. I, I don't take away from the fact that it is amazing for the time period it came out in, and I love the game to death. In fact, I, I want to see what it looks like on the, the Series S with all the ray tracing. Yeah. But, um, I, I think that I, I just, 
I guess I'm just fiending for uh, a Star Wars game that isn't about fighting. Right. No. And, and bringing Racer back is fine, but they tried that already. And it was on the PlayStation and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Uh, it, and I don't even remember the name. I have it digitally. I, I don't even care to play it ever again. Um, and that that's where I think if they brought this game back and put back the ability to to put your scores on a on on a online and maybe even put in, you know, I mean, shoot, there's there's 16 pod racers or so. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, I'm looking, but, you know, or 21, I'm sorry, you know, cut it in half and let it be an online game, but keep with that original, you know, that original formula and, and it would be perfect. And and it's so loved. And I, I almost didn't want to bring it up because it's been, it's been beaten to death. You know, I mean, I brought up evolution because nobody knows about that game. It seems like pod racer, there's not a gamer out there. That's that hasn't even seen it or played it. So I but think, yeah, I think some of the, the newer generation probably hasn't. Even um, though it's a people, they wouldn't know what it is unless they, they had an older gamer or right. a, a Star Wars lover guiding them along. And that's true, but I'll tell you right now, leave, leave the formula alone. Bring it back. Put achievements in it. You know, stick with what it is. You know, I mean, obviously, bring bring up the... The graphics, you know, you can remaster, but don't do a Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, do something closer to, you know, let's say for instance, Secret of Mana. You know, where it's it's pretty much the same thing with a cleaner, a a cleaner palette. You know, don't change the control. Well, you have to. It's a Dreamcast controller, but you know, stick as close as you can with the control. Stick with the the game plan leave it as it is and let's let's bring it out with online play i mean this is a perfect game for like the switch if if the switch can put this game on there with multiplayer and shoot i would spend so much money it'd be ridiculous you know what i'd like to see is uh i saw on uh forza that they have this uh thing a lot of times where you can uh race against your friends when they're offline and Mm -hmm. the ai will actually play in your friend's play style so if they're aggressive it'll be aggressive if you know they're they're shy it'll shy away from hitting other cars all that kind of stuff that would be a neat addition to add into podracer Absolutely. Or lock it down, you know, put, I don't know. I would, I would rather play against you to be honest with you, open up a server and let us play against each other. You know, I mean, how about a create a character mode? Uh, You can like, you know, have whatever bases you want for your pod and just like build it from scratch. Like that, that could be a really fun game. And the cool thing about it is it's already built in. Unfortunately, it's owned by Disney now, so it'll probably never be looked at again. Um, but just because it's going to cost too much to do something like this. But, I mean, it already has, even at the time, you upgrade your pod. You upgrade the 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 brakes and the, the, the turning and the... the it's just, it, it's got a lot for what it was and 
it's just a fun game and you go through and the cinematics are amazing it's it's star wars and and I've, it it makes you feel like you're really playing a star wars game so i'm super excited about getting that back out and i put several hours into it and it literally i called my son over and we were just going back and forth and it does have a two player um, game on it, but it, it locks it down to only two pods on the field. So, you know, it, it's kind of like if you have a dominant pod out there or if you have a dominant player, it wasn't fun. So we turned yeah. that off, went back to just playing the story mode and and passing the controller, you know, old school co- cou- uh, couch play. And it was awesome. And I had a blast playing Pod Racer again on the Dreamcast. So, it's it's definitely a piece of of history, but it's definitely a piece of perfect history, and and I love that game. All right, so rounding us off at number three, what you got? Oh man, I had to do it, and I swore that I wasn't going to because I did not want to get into a story driven, like lockdown game, but it pulled me back in, and it's an amazing game. The intro is absolutely gorgeous. And again, I'm playing this on on my CRT with my PlayStation 2 because I pulled out the PlayStation 2 also. And this was a game that I absolutely loved back in the days. And I know why now. And it's Final Fantasy 12. And literally that intro, I, I... I, I turned it on and I went to my old save. And of course, that's a mistake. Don't do that. <laughs> I it was like, uh, 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 I can't read English all of a sudden. So I turned that off. I turned it back on. And I said, I'm going to start a new game. And I couldn't put the darn thing down. I went through. I turned it on. The cinematic, the, 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 the very beginning of the march of bands of of the marriage is just breathtaking. And it reminds me of how come we had such an amazing technology so long ago. And it, and it reminds me of why we're not farther than we currently are. It is just such a beautiful game. It, it takes, takes you to, a level of just storytelling that I can't get get out of. And you start you start out and you play this little mission of of revenge, let's just say, because I don't want to ruin the story. And you're going through and your your city is being attacked by another colony. And pretty much what you have to do is you have to go through and destroy all these people and you find out that there's a traitor and so on and so forth. Like I said, it's hard to not spoil anything. If you haven't played this game by now, you deserve to be spoiled. But anyways, that's a totally different story. Oh yeah. Spoil me, sir. Uh, yeah. I deserve to be spoiled. I can't believe you haven't played this. You, you got a PlayStation 2 at home. I need to send you one of my copies of, of this game. Um, it, it's just beautiful and it has an amazing story you go through and it's a revenge story and that's that's what happens and yeah i put 
too many hours into this game this week, and I am happy I did because I I forgot how good it was. So I, I we talk a lot about the the Final Fantasy series. But I, I honestly, I never made it past ten two. Ten two was the last one I played. I think that's uh, right about the time they did the online thing. Was that eleven? That was the online one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I I got I got really pushed away from it. I, I wasn't interested in that at all. Um, but when you go back and you look at all the Final Fantasies and all the the cinematic advances and everything that they've done, I, I think that you're right. The Final Fantasy has really shown us what consoles can do. It's it's not always what they are doing, but it, it shows a level that they can. And I, I think that, that that says a lot about Squaresoft. If anything, and, and my son and I actually had this conversation, my oldest son, if there's anything that that Square Enix does or Square before this, um, it's oh, yeah, Square Enix. You know, before they got Enix, it, it it's storytelling and the cinematics that they they put the time and the effort into making a story. And literally, I have I have played. I've never, I've, I've not finished all of them. Don't get me wrong, but I've played just about every Final Fantasy game on all, multiple consoles, including online on the computer. And if there's one thing that you're going to get, you're not going to be disappointed in. It's the cinematics and storytelling. They could put out a piece of garbage, but the story on that garbage is going to be amazing and that's their gift that's their goal and that's what they provide and i just love final fantasy and there's so many you know so many different rpgs that came out at the time you know i mean chrono trigger could do the same thing you can do the same thing you know there, there's so many different long-term uh, JRPGs or RPGs in general that has just gone through the, the the act of time, but for me, Final Fantasy from from Square Enix is just it's been a, an absolute pre- pleasure over the years, and, and I can't look back. I just can't. It's mine. But that's my three. <laughs> All right, I guess. Uh... I guess that means it's to me. Um, so I will go ahead and, and start with my my easy one. Uh, so the the first game that I'm going to go with is uh, UFC three. Um, so I I went ahead and went into creative fighter mode, um, and then I created a guy that's about my height and weight. And I took him through the game and massacred the story mode. Um, was able to beat the the entire game from beginning to end in one sit down for the story mode. Um, it was fun. There there was a lot of interesting little pieces to it. Like uh, they you you have to keep up your gym work and at the same time keep up your social media to get more people to like you and, and come see your shows. So it was about finding that balance. Um, 
but but I had a lot of fun. This this one was interesting. It it forced me to. I, I don't really like grappling in games, but it forced me to learn their grappling system. And once once I got into it, it was it was actually pretty fun. That sounds awesome. Now, when you compare it to the story mode from let's say, for instance, the Ultimate Fighter and stuff like that, do they throw some of that into it? So I, I haven't played the Ultimate Fighter, so what uh, what type of things are you talking about? Well, just just like, for instance, the, the drama, the, you know, the building of the character and how they're going to react to other characters. Are there going to be hatred towards a specific person, a good and a bad guy, pretty much? Is what I'm trying to get at. So kind of um, in the social media portion, um, like somebody can call you out and, and you can respond to them. And, and there's like that type of hype before a fight. But it, it's not really, you know, interactive past that that social media point. Right. Okay. It's, it's all in the ring, just uh, slapping people silly. Yeah. My, my fighting game stopped about... I don't know. I'd say probably Street Fighter 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to really get into these games. There's there's several of them that you play that, you know, I would love to, to get into. Um, I'd like to see the drama and see if the, the real life drama carries over into the actual game, which is kind of intriguing to me. So it's kind of neat. Uh, speaking of drama... Uh, that leads me into my second game I've been playing a lot recently. Uh, this has to be one of the most uh, controversial games that's come out in the past couple of years. Um, WWE 2K20. Um, <laughs> when, this, uh, when this game came out, it was so riddled with bugs. It was practically unplayable. Um, I was one of the first people to get it, um, and I was telling Will about it day one, the, the absolute horrors of playing this game. Um, there was one time where I was a, a female character named Natalia. She's just a regular character in this game, nothing special, not, not like a DLC person. Um, and then all of a sudden, she turned into a disco ball. <laughs> like, not the, not the shape of her. She was just shining and sparkling all over, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'll tell so, you that I love this game only from the point that I miss. First off, Curtis was a, a pre-orderer, and he got it way too early. <laughs> but I remember him going to work and showing me these these screenshots or even videos of all the weird stuff that happened. And it almost, it almost got me to buy the game just to see it. It, it was just, I miss those days of people falling through the ring and having their heads cut off and fighting. It's just, it, it was so bad that it's hilarious, but I'm glad that you're able to play it today. So it, yeah, there's still there's still bugs and there's weird things here and there. Like when you hit the ropes, you would expect the ropes to you know have a little give, but you just like slap the ropes and start running the other direction, and they don't really move more than like a quarter of an inch. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, 
there, there's a couple of really good things about this game. So um, the DLC in this game was done way differently. Um, they did theme DLC where you were doing wrestling type stuff in different areas. The, the first one was Bump in the Night and it was uh, a horror themed one. And there's a lot of cool things that went on. Um, my favorite of the DLCs was actually the Wasteland and that one had a Mad Max type feel to it. So all the characters were like uh, wastelanded out or uh, steampunk. Um, one of the two, like it, it's shifted back and forth. Um, and, and Batista, one of my favorite wrestlers, was actually featured in that one. I thought it was uh, Jax. thought it was what? I thought his name was Jax. Jax? And the only time I like was... Jax is when he's in uh, Guardian of the Galaxy. In Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, I thought it was Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Drax. Oh, Drax. <laughs> Actually, Drax is in WWE 2K20. It um, it's just hard to see him because he's invisible. It's one of the glitches. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but uh, the the other thing is is the story mode. So I just started going through the story mode, and I, I showed Will the the character one of the characters I made, and I was really proud of this character. Um, he he was a giant enforcer. He was uh, a luchador. Um, and then I made this female partner to him. And then the game comes in, and even though you've named these characters, even though you've given them all this background, like, it actually asks you to input this stuff, it now names your character. (laughs) It now, uh, when I'm doing promos in my regular clothes, my guy's a luchador. (laughs) He's supposed to keep his mask on 24-7. But no, he, he just takes it off to have interviews, takes it off to just talk with normal people. So, and then on top of that, the, the guy character in this game is basically played as a joke and the girl is like really driven for success, but they're, they're like best friends forever type thing. So there, there's some plus and minuses to the story, but um, overall it, it's kept me engaged and it has that, like you were saying, that drama it gives you a chance to like, you know, people are talking smack. You're like, oh, oh yeah, well, let's go take it to the let's go take it to the ring right now. And and you can throw out your skills. But so far I've I've actually enjoyed it minus the bugs. And I think that that's my biggest issue is that this is like right up my alley. I want that drama, you know, like what we were talking about earlier with, with the UFC. It's like I want the drama. I want to have the fun with that. But I also want to be able to be able to play the game without falling through the ring and having invisible characters. So I, so, I hope the next one comes out pre pre beta <laughs> or I, I'm, beta. I'm actually going to throw out a spoiler alert for this game, because if you haven't played it by now um, because of the reviews, you're likely to never play it. Um, but <laughs> There's a, there's a checklist that the two have between each other. And one of the things on it is, uh, is see what's inside the Undertaker's urn. And in <laughs> order to get that, it, it has been cool. Uh, like you've run into Papa Shango from a long time ago. And <laughs> he spits some stuff in your face. And then, uh, and then you're like transported into another area. And all the creepy you know, WWE characters are there, and then all of a sudden, um, you wind up fighting the Undertaker just to see what's inside his urn. It, it you know, it's it's got some neat 
neat aspects to it. It really does. That's cool. That's really cool. And it's definitely a game that I want to play. Um, you know, it's it's on my list and it's definitely going to be something I'm going to pick up. But, you know, it, it's I think it's even better that it has the bugs or had the bugs just because, you know, it, it makes you want to see what you can actually break with the game. So I miss those days. That makes that makes sense. Um, okay, last game for me. Uh, I I went through and I also beat Mass Effect Two from the Legendary Edition. Um, I'm like I plowed through that game. Uh, I did at the end. So I'm gonna you know make sure that I I call myself out on this. Um, at the end there there's a big suicide mission and <laughs> all your decisions can make or break whether characters die and even if you make all the right decisions because of some rng in the background your characters can still die yeah. um in my first run through because i did two uh <laughs> i lost uh morden Solis. uh he is your scientist he's the guy who created the genophage he's the guy you know that, that likely is the best hope at ever ending the genophage. So, you know, I was like, oh, this guy seems kind of important. I like him. He's helped me out a lot in this game. I think that that was a really lame way for him to die because all I did is say, stay with these eight other people and defend this point. All the rest of the people got away, but apparently he didn't. So I, I ran back through it That's and awesome. I was able to... Uh, and I was able to play, get a playthrough where he did survive and everybody else survived. I'm just so happy that you were able to replay this at such a, a high quality and, and get what we all deserve from this story. And, and I'm super excited that you got to play this at such a high quality and that they remastered this. And we've talked about this game several times and there's a reason for it. And, I'll tell you, it, it's just such a beautiful story and the adventure is so neat and, and it's definitely one that I want to go back through again with the, the new creation that they've come out with and, and experience this story the way that you did. And I'm always excited to hear, hear you when you talk about it. It's super, super cool. So I have to share my biggest complaint and then my biggest tips for anybody playing this game okay so my biggest complaint is planetary scanning yeah that took forever either i ran out of probes i ran out of fuel and had to go back and get fuel even though i still had a few probes uh, or on top of that just the rate at which the planet spun um <laughs> or that you could spin the planet to to do different sides was so god awful slow. I could <laughs> not take it. Um, I actually a hundred percented the entire game. So I mm -hmm. scanned every planet, got every resource, played every mission and every side mission. And I hated scanning planets. <laughs> but it was towards the end. Towards the end, you're you're gonna love this. So this. This leads into my, my biggest tips. If you're going to scan planets 
and you're going to do a lot of searching around the solar system, first thing you need to do is get the, get the probes extension, get the fuel extension, <laughs> and get the scanner upgrade. Because I got these three things at the end of the game. <laughs> I just because I had been choosing randomly which areas I went to next, I wound up cutting myself short and didn't get them until I was down to like my last five planets. Oh wow. And it, it, it was so ability, didn't it? Yeah, no, like the, the spin rate was perfect, spot on. I it, instead of having 30 probes, it gives you 60. Instead of uh, only having like uh, a thousand fuel, you get I think it's just like 1500 fuel, but the the difference that that made was so intense. That if I ever play the game again, that is going to be the first thing I do. Well, thank you for the tips because I still haven't played the remaster, so I'm definitely going to do that in the beginning. <laughs> I, I just I, I I really hope that people playing Mass Effect to listen to this beforehand because that is the number one tip I can give you. Um, everything else is absolutely fun. Explore, make choices. You know, do whatever you want to do. Play your character like you want. I mean, it's it's definitely. Uh, to me, this is the upgraded version of uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh. So I, I just love that game so much. And I think that this was a, a great next step. And I'm glad that it wasn't in the Star Wars universe. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to lie. I wish that they would do Knights of the Old Republic remaster first and foremost. But to hear that you have enjoyed Mass Effects as much as you have, it just makes it even more exciting for me to get back into it and, and put some time in. I I've been playing older games, um, you know, and when I say older mass effects has been around for a long time, but I, I talking 10 years, even before that. And I just, I can't wait. And I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's on my list and it's in the pile waiting to be played. So hopefully soon I'll be able to, experience the the remaster like you have really jealous but thank you and for anybody that that doesn't have it yet and you're just kind of interested in it um you you want to see what it looks like uh check out our instagram i've been posting several pictures of uh different points in the game um that i've really enjoyed uh trying to leave out as many spoilers as i can but <laughs> you know there, there's some things that yeah, they're just not really spoilers it's just it happens deal with it and it's beautiful and it's neat and it's something that most people that are going to play it again you know have already experienced so it, it's it's definitely not a spoiler alert because the majority of people who are probably listening have, have played this game and if not you need to go out there and get it because it's it's an amazing adventure I, I think that the the most recent one, I think it's the most recent one that I posted. Will I, I think even you need to go see that? I, I don't know yeah. that you have yet. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a picture of Garus from uh, from Mass Effect Three, and yeah. it just shows the quality and detail that they put into these aliens. Oh my god! Like it made my heart melt with how good they did. Yeah, the 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 detail that they put into the remaster was amazing, and and I've seen several several uh, shots or footage that of this game um just preparing to to play it 
And I mean, you can even see the pot marks on some of the some of the characters. You know, it's it's pretty impressive. And and again, it just shows the technology advancements and what they can do with with some of the new the new technologies that we have out there. So it's a good time to game, you know, for everybody. And regardless if it's Mass Effects or even a an old school Final Fantasy, as long as you're playing it on new software or hardware. Um, you know, it's it's definitely pretty now. It's not not the way that that grandpa over here played it. So really neat, really exciting times. To be fair, when he's saying grandpa, he's talking about himself, who is a thousand years old. <laughs> that would be me. Between but the I two of us, we actually have uh, we have almost a half a century of experience playing video games. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Will would have more except for the fact that video games only recently became available. Whatever. You're out of your mind. I'm <laughs> yeah. not that old. I'm getting up there, but not that old yet. But I, I tell you, I'm, I'm, that, I'm that generation that, that actually saw it from day one. And it's been an amazing adventure. And it's really cool that that we have what we have and to be able to pass it on to the next generations is, is, is super neat for everybody. And I, I have my, you know, my, my, my youngest boy who is playing games every day that he can. And it's just, it's amazing to see how advanced that they've gotten compared to the two button controllers that we had before when you have 16 points of contact now with these controllers, it's insane. And the motor skills and the abilities that you have to have is just, it's remarkable. And, and I enjoy it every day and I'll continue to play as long as I can. <laughs> well, everybody, um, I wanted to thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to check out our Instagram, our Twitter um, leave us comments and likes across uh, all the podcasting platforms that you can. Um, if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out. We're really approachable guys. Um, do you have anything else you want to add, sir? No, thank you for, for everybody that listens, and we appreciate you guys. And again, you know, continue to gain because that's what it's all about. GG for life. GG, everybody.